Facebook leads the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested $13 billion in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. It's working. In just the past few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts to stop bad actors from doing harm. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com safety. Arabic, where am I going in 2022? Arabic, why? This is a reaction I get these days anytime I tell someone that I'm learning my 4.5th language. 4.5th because I kind of started learning French, but I didn't really get that far. Anyway. It's actually a great question when you think of the limited opportunities for women in the world of Arabic-speaking countries. So why? Where was the inspiration sparked? Spain. Spain, as we know it, jogs the memory of Torros, Paella, Flamenco, Playa y Sol. Those are a few of my favorite things too, but the history of Spain is the most fascinating memory to me. Back when I was a student at San Diego State University studying international business with a focus on Western Europe, I took a class that examined the full history of Spain, its origins, the expansion of Castile y León, the exploration, and also back to the Moors. The Moors, yes, the North African Arabs who conquered Southern Spain for about 700 years and left an incredibly beautiful trail of architecture, language, and culture that remains a rich symbol of history today. In 2017, I sat on the wall taking in the picturesque views from the Alhambra. I imagined what this castle must have been like during its heyday. The opulence of this castle was like none I had ever seen before. The meticulous detail in the ceiling of the Salon de Embajadores was hypnotic. And I began to think about the beauty I could see if I visited the source. If this was only a taste of more to come, how much more beauty would I see if I visited an Arab country directly? At a nearby restaurant, I raved on about what I'd just seen to others who had seen it themselves or had seen it every day because they worked there. My best friend was gracious to take it as usual. Then I turned to the language as I'd looked at the numerous al blah 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 signs and thought how much I love the squiggly writings. I would love to learn how to read something like that, I said. A lot of people here speak Arabic, the waitress cut in. Really? I was stunned in disbelief. Yes, it's actually quite similar to Spanish. It actually is very easy. The server continued to blow my mind. Excuse my horrible Spanish accent. And that's where my curiosity was born. I'd heard Arabic and it never sounded anything like Spanish to me. <laughs> Far from it, in fact. And easy? Girl, you crazy. That's exactly what I thought. But as soon as she said, it's easy, I felt challenged. So at the beginning of the coronavirus pandemic, as I searched for ways to make the lockdown feel positive, learning Arabic was at the top of my list. This scribble written, throat spoken, 
language of the Middle East was my next challenge to tackle, and Duolingual was set to be my sensei. I bought into the ad-free Duolingual Plus package, and within the first few weeks, it had already paid for itself. Click and try it out for the language you want to learn. It gives me free access to Duolingual Plus too. Thanks! For one hour each day, up to even three hours per day intermittently, I'd learned that this squiggly is a T, that loop over there is a Q, this line is an H, and so forth. The sentence structure really was easy, but the accent system made French look like child's play. No matter though, I was in it to win it. Several months down the line in late fall, when it came time to chase the sun, I opened Google Flights and began looking for deals. My eyes quickly drifted over to the Middle East and pulled down slowly back to Egypt. Hey, I've always wanted to go to Egypt. The light bulb illuminated my imagination and I instantly knew where I'd be heading next. Hey, Ash can tell me where to go too. I remembered an Egyptian friend that I had met in California who would be my perfect virtual tour guide. Article about Egypt coming soon. And oh, oh, they speak Arabic there. Ding, ding, ding. I had visited Dubai several times, Morocco earlier that year, but this would be my first time visiting an Arabic-speaking country post-duolingual obsession. I was hyped. Excited. I was, I was excited. There is so much to tell you about Egypt, which again, I will do in an article and videos. But one of the most thrilling experiences was recognizing some of the Arabic script words I had learned on menus or understanding the occasional word as people around me spoke. No, I did not understand everything. Duolingual is just the start, albeit a good one. So now, as I dive back into my crazy language learning routine, I have to ask myself, but why? Where is the universe trying to take me in 2022? We all know that I don't really believe in coincidence and that I believe that every little detail of our existence is valuable. But what will I ever use Arabic for once I become fluent? I don't even know. But I am curious enough to ask if you've ever learned a language outside of high school just for kicks. And did you ever use it? You know what? I'm actually so curious to hear your story, especially if it came to some like bigger than you kind of use. Ooh, I can't wait to hear that story. Anyway, until then, I'll be posting on Instagram and letting you know how I'm progressing when I find a personal teacher, when I read my first goodnight story in Arabic and so on. I am super, super excited about that. Until then, make sure that you're following me on Instagram and Facebook. I think I'll also launch a private WhatsApp group for all my travel, food, language nerds too. Sometime soon. Anyway, drop a line and let me know if you're into it. Hugs and kisses. Danslas, aka your Carmen San Diego. How many steps do you take before you have foot pain? Hi, it's Jonathan Cotton with the Good Feet Store. And the truth is, the battle between our feet and the concrete or asphalt 
usually winds up with our feet losing. Studies show that about 75% of people will experience some kind of foot pain by middle age. I found that out a number of years ago with plantar fasciitis, and I tried to remedy it with shoes and drugstore cushions that didn't work. Finally, I went to the Good Feet store, was personally fitted for arch supports, and I loved them so much, I bought the store. Without a plan to protect and support your feet, it is likely you could one day be one of the millions living with chronic foot pain. Don't wait until pain demands that you visit us. Stop by the Good Feet store today and let one of our trained arch support specialists fit you with your personal system of arch supports. The Good Feet store is located in Fairfax, Leesburg, Rockville, Baltimore and Hunt Valley, and in Annapolis in the Annapolis Harbor Center. For more information, go to goodfeet.com. Facebook leads the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested $13 billion in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. It's working. In just the past few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts to stop bad actors from doing harm. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com safety.